a Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Keeps raising money, meeting celebrities and wealthy donors in New York's seaside Hamptons, while Donald Trump will be spending in his biggest ad buy yet. Fox's Rachel Sutherland live in Washington. Dave, $10 million worth of ads could start airing as soon as today in nine states, including the battlegrounds of Ohio, Florida, and North Carolina. The 32nd spot attacks Clinton on the economy. In Donald Trump's America, working families get tax relief. Millions of new jobs created. This week, Trump is also focusing on immigration with a speech planned in Arizona, as some are questioning whether he's softening his stance on deporting illegal immigrants by saying he's looking for a fair and humane way to deal with the problem. Dave. Rachel, an illegal immigrant from Honduras is facing negligent homicide and other charges. He was driving a bus full of flood relief workers when it crashed yesterday. The civil authorities have issued a required weekly test for all of Connecticut, all of District of Columbia, all of Delaware, all of Florida, all of Georgia, all of Indiana, all of Kentucky, all of Massachusetts, all of Maryland, all of Maine, all of Michigan, all of North Carolina, all of New Hampshire, all of New Jersey, all of New York, all of Ohio, all of Pennsylvania, all of Rhode Island, all of South Carolina, all of Virginia, all of Vermont and all of West Virginia beginning at 11 a.m. and ending at 12 p.m. Test message e-pause open cap EAS feet configuration test message. $8 price for a two-pack in half. On Wall Street, the Dow's up 100 points. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Prices are for base buildings only and may not be available in some areas. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. So call General Steel now for the quality and the price in a pre-engineered steel building that you just can't beat. That's right. General Steel can save you thousands of dollars with a pre-engineered steel building designed for your business or church. How much can you save? How about a 50 by 100 foot building for under $35,000? So don't pay thousands more than you should without calling General Steel first. Call 898-STEEL today and save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. Don't let rising steel prices put your project in jeopardy. Call now to lock in your price for three months. Call 898-STEEL. That's 898-STEEL. Don't spend thousands more than you should. Call 800-987-8335. Trending at 1103 on Eagle News Radio 1110, I'm David Martinez.
Salem's Town Planning Board voted unanimously this past week to grant conceptual master plan approval for the Tuscan Village only days before the 110-year-old Rockingham Park racetrack closes forever. The board's conditional approval of the first phase of the 170-acre development allows engineers, architects, and others designing the project to focus on major issues that include traffic control, utilities, and infrastructure. The first portion of the project calls for the construction of 350 residential units and 164,000 square feet of retail space in nine buildings, including an 80,000-square-foot market on 45 acres called North Village. The owner of the project restaurant tour, Joseph Farrow's Tuscan Village, acquired the 50 acres from Rocky Adventures LLC a few years ago. He's now finalizing a deal with the racetrack owner that would grant him the remaining 120 acres of the property. For more information on this and other local news, visit EagleTribune.com and listen at the top of every hour. For Eagle News Radio Newsflash. You know, up in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and uh, I'm up there and I want to know what's going on. There's only one place for me to get all the news and information I need, and that's Eagle Radio. Eagle Radio is a legend in the area, you know, much like me, and has been serving the community for over 50 years. I may be proud to have joined these remarkable broadcasters. Eagle News Radio, 1110 AM and 102.9 FM HD2. Where do Eagle fly? It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, One more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Hi, this is Lisa. Hi, this is Leslie. Join us on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. for our new program called Valley Girls. A show about fashion, fun, beauty, and life, and just about everything in between. We'll feature great talk, guests, and a whole lot more. Join us at 11 a.m. every Tuesday right here on Eagle Radio 1110. It's going to be a wicked good show. Hey, listen, high atop of Nuns Hill in Groveland stands the Chapel of the Little Missionary Sisters of Charity in VZ Memorial Park. This serene scene will be the location for one of the most extraordinary events ever to be held. The three days and two nights, these sacred grounds will host the realm of Dan Brown's best-selling novels, Angels and Demons, and The Da Vinci Code. As part of the event, like in the novels, you'll become a symbolologist and follow a set of clues on your own quest to find a missing relic. And there's so much more. Costume dining with the dead, a conclave, 
a Da Vinci ghost hunt, red light seance, workshops and presentations, a papal death mask, a replica of the Shroud of Turin, and speakers like Keith Johnson from Ghost Hunters, Steve Parsons from the UK, psychic artist Nancy Smith, and Ron Kolick from Ghost Chronicles, and many others. Go to NewEnglandGhostProject.com, that's NEGhostProject.com, or CirclesOfWisdom.com for more information and to purchase tickets. Or call 978-455-6678. Hey, America, we need to have a little talk. We've got more food in our country than we know what to do with. Food at the grocery store and food in the vending machines, fast food, health food, and seafood. We've got so much food that anything people don't buy, we just throw out. Yet 17 million kids in America struggle with hunger. That ain't right. Luckily, the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks has volunteers gathering excess food and getting it to hungry kids. They're kind of like food angels. Yeah, I made that up. It's kind of catchy. Hello, people. This isn't rocket science. We could solve hunger today. To start, become a food angel yourself by supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. That's a website. Duh. We can't do it without your help. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. The following is a paid program. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host and the guests and are not necessarily those of WCCM or its sponsors. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Valley Boys, Lou and Ron, right here on (laughs) Eagle Radio 1110, 102.9 HD2, and Toji You know, you said, right before the show, you said exactly what I say before every serious show. What's that? Uh, To my co-hosts, right before we go on the air. I have no idea where we're going. Yep. Yep. I got nothing. Just open the the mics, let's see where it goes. Yeah, that's what it is. So if you want to join this uh, free fall Monday... (laughs) <laughs> Some people say free mic, but we say free form. Free form. Free form? Yeah. I say free fall. Free fall, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's 877-687-8005. You think or, I would know. Not, How many yeah. years has it been? Like, you know, whatever. Well, you got a lot of stuff going on. You yeah, got a lot anyways. of shows, a lot of numbers. 978-687-8005. Let me ask you about Spirit Quest. Okay. Uh, Angels and Demons, theme of Spirit Quest. And I know you're doing a lot... Uh, uh, like you're doing a lot with the conclave and some of the rituals yeah. of, of the Catholic Church and things like that. Yep. Do you get into some of the uh, and and it's even billed as being you know Dan Brown's realm. Do you get into yep. some of the stuff like the Opus Dei and some of the uh, some of the aspects of the church that are less well known? Well, we do and we don't. I mean, it's no, yeah. we don't have specific. Um, 
you know, like a presentation on Opus Dei or whatever. But right. there, there certainly is going to come up. I mean, but we, there's stuff we don't know. Like you were talking about death masks. I didn't know they did death masks yeah, of all the yeah. popes, for example. And, and I, I was just going to mention yeah. Wendy, Wendy Reardon, who was going to be one of the speakers there. And, uh, you know, she has a forget what kind of degree on <laughs> on that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, she knows all about yeah. the deaths of the popes and all the intrigue and stuff that went with it, which, you know, everything from Pope John to, you know, they, them trying the dead Pope and all this stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. So, yeah. anyway. And, and uh, you're going to be doing a conclave. I, I imagine there's a lot of ritual and tradition involved in that as well. It is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's going to be good. I mean, it's going to be fun, too. I mean, we, yeah. Friday, Friday night will be, be good because uh, it's, uh, you know, dining with the dead, the conclave, and... Uh, we're going to have an uh, Italian dinner, which is lasagna, right? <laughs> and uh, we'll have uh, uh, Steve Parson with you. He's actually going to be doing a opening blessing or exorcism for the opening of Spiriquist. Steve Parsons? Oh, he's so much into religion. He's got all kinds of religious relics that he's kept in really? Oh, yeah. I know you wouldn't think that. No, I didn't. I, it doesn't fit. What I know well, it people. does. It yeah. does. See, that's that's the, one of the reasons why I picked picked this subject, is that we think of the paranormal, we kind of like divorce it from religion altogether, but we really can't because it it religion is so much paranormal as well. It really, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, but Steve is is analytical. Steve, uh, yeah. Uh, Steve is a skeptic. Uh, yeah. Right. I he, mean, we're yeah. all skeptic, but he, he's not that much a skeptic. Yeah. You yeah. know, I know him. A little bit more than a lot of people here in the U.S., and he's got to decide that he believes in a lot. I mean, he believes in spirit. Oh no, yeah. and, and a skeptic doesn't necessarily not believe in spirit. He's but skeptical a, of evidence, yes, which he very much is. I mean, we right, get yeah. total. He's a skeptic in, in that one. he's the same way I am in that I want the I don't want to I don't want to mess around with the weak, you know, weak stories, weak evidence, things like yeah. that. Give me something really compelling, something that I can. See, I, I'm more the the big picture guy. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, just because you've got that narrow, you know, 99% of the cases or 90% of the cases are certainly explainable and this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to see the whole picture. What, what about these other ones? How do they fit into the picture, com- you know, with the 99 or the 90 or whatever the hell it is, you know? Right. So, I, you know, I like to, to see and I like to try to understand everything. And, and it's, you know, why does somebody say, okay, this is, like, if you, you know, obviously, absolutely, has thrown out and everything else. Yeah. But in in a way, I want to know, you know, why does somebody think that that orb is their grandfather or their grandmother? You know, why? I mean, there's a, there's uh, a reason uh, they do that. I mean, yeah, you know. well, yeah, but see, that's exactly one of those things because to me, that's uh, that's explainable. That's uh, well, it is and it isn't. Well, yeah. with what psychology, which yes. is like the most inexact science in the world. Yes, I guess, but yes, so you guess. Yes, it is. It's hard. No, I understand. You know, I, mean, I don't even think I call it a science. But the fact of the matter is, we want to create what we want to see and hear and feel, and they, people want to believe it's a lost relative. And yet, you're the same guy that says, "Okay, we have this this sense that we knew we have to go in the back of the cave because there was a bear in there." So why don't we have that same whatever in us that gets us to that same point? Uh, because the people who are like that got killed by the bear. No, 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 no. You're saying you, if that's evolution. The whole, yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, I, idea. I of no, I got, I got that creating part. the bear in the back. I, I of the get that part, Lou. But yeah. like saying that you know this this orb 
is their grandfather. Right. Okay, it's like the same as that. I'm not going to back cave because there's a bear in there. They sense something, right? It's it's not they can't yeah, see yeah. the bear in the back of the cave, so they're sensing that this orb is their grandmother, grandfather, whatever. Yeah, I mean you can poo poo it, but no, I mean, I, it's, I, it I'm, is. But I'm differentiating them because the, I, one is a, a a life threat and one is a wish. Well, yeah, but you're looking right the same with the ESP. We know when people are in danger, right? We know. We know uh, if you've been lar- married a long time, you, you know when you're... you're uh, yes, there are compelling instances of that. Yeah, yes. that your wife is in a good mood, not necessarily a bad mood, but you can tell at certain times. Remotely, because yeah. you can tell. Remotely, it, yeah. yeah, remotely. Yeah. You're standing I mean, in the same, same room, room, you can no. tell, yeah. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah. So, I mean, it's all this... Yeah, this, those are the, that, that's, that's the stuff, the stuff I find that, interesting. Yeah, and that's what I do, too. That's yeah. why, like I mentioned, the orb thing, because it's easy to poo-poo it and say, okay, that's dust, that's, you know, it's just an error, it's just right. whatever. But, you know, a lot of people are very adamant about it. So, yeah. I mean, I want to understand why they're adamant about it. So I, I hate orbs. <laughs> yeah. I've always said that. I mean, but. beyond, I mean, a lot of stuff, uh, uh, again, you can write off a lot of stuff on that's what they want to believe. They, they find some comfort in it. They find uh, yeah, but that's they what find you want to believe. In it. You want to believe that that that's you know yeah, that's right. something that the thing. I mean, that's it's it's all about belief. It's yeah. all about what we filter through our. And we've talked about this so many times. I, before I get into the paranormal, I I did want to mention one thing, and um, and that is, of course, the uh, the uh, quarterback for San Francisco thing. Yes, which has really ticked me off. Yes, uh, how do you feel about that? Um, he's got a right. To uh, sit for the national anthem yep. and uh, hate America, and I have a right to call him an ignorant, ill-informed ass for doing it. Very good. Yeah. But we, how come we can't do that? I mean, in, in other senses, circumstances. If, for instance. Oh, for instance, uh, the I forget what group it was, but some group um, picketed or, or demonstrated oh. out front of the NCAA thing, saying "White Lives Matter." Right. And they were bigots. Why is Cause that there's a bigots? Because there's a double standard. And why? I don't understand that. If you disagree with liberals, you can't speak. Uh, uh, this, is, this, is why, um, this is why hate speech exists. Mm-hmm. Hate speech doesn't exist. It's mythology. The, the, hate speech was made up as a way to control speech. Mm-hmm. fact of the matter is, First Amendment, uh, well, First Amendment only protects you from the government, which people don't seem to understand. <laughs> but... Protection of free speech isn't there to protect popular speech. It's there to protect speech you disagree with, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, by again, hate speech is a creation by liberals to uh, uh, censor speech that they don't like because speech they don't like automatically becomes hate speech, and hate speech is censorable, so shut up. You can't say yeah. that. So the guy, the famous one is the Duck Commander guy. The Duck Commander? Yeah, he does an interview with, uh, uh, he does an interview with I think it was GQ. I think one of the guys on uh, Duck. You said Duck. Yeah, the uh, oh, I can't forget. I forget the name of the show now. Duck Hunters or. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, and yeah he, I know what you mean. And yeah. he says, "I don't understand why men would like another man. I, I like a woman." Mm-hmm. And then you get vilified for it. Right. Uh, the owner of Chick Fil A says, "All things being equal, I prefer traditional marriage." Mm-hmm. No action. Just that's his right. personal thought. Gets vilified for it. He can't do business in certain communities. But this is relatively popular. Colin Kaepernick, what he's doing is relatively popular. There's a very strong anti-American sentiment here. Yeah. And there's a very strong sentiment about uh, uh, police going out to kill black people and, you know, mm-hmm. oppression. And so he's 
agreeing with liberals, so it's more or less okay. See, that's the, the problem, and, and, and why I wanted to bring that up in the beginning of the show, because it's that same thing that gets transferred into what we believe in the paranormal as well. If somebody speaks up and says, okay, uh, orbs are spirits, okay, they get ridiculed on it, and that's not scientific, that's not, I mean, they, they go after the same way. Right. I mean, we have free speech in this com- country, and, and we tend, it actually should be in this world, not just this country, but it is. Right. I mean, we should be able to express our own opinions, and, and we should, if we want to believe in only uh, male-female marriage, I mean, that's, that's our belief, and we should have that right. Right. Uh, just as somebody ha- who believes in female-female marriage has their right to believe in it, too. Right. But we, we tend to attack those people. We think that attacking people make our position stronger. Well, also, again, this whole freedom of speech concept in this country, mm-hmm. I think people misunderstand it. They think you're just free to say anything without rebuttal. Fact of the matter is, freedom of speech, First Amendment, only protects you from reprisals from the government. That's mm-hmm. all it does. As Kurt Schilling found out, if you step up and say something that's unpopular with your boss, you can get fired. Right. You can get thrown out of a club. You can get thrown out of a university. It's like that's not what uh, the First Amendment protects you from. So you can say whatever you want in this country. Colin Ka- Kaepernick can say whatever he wants, but it doesn't protect him from rebuttal. It doesn't protect him from other people explaining how wrong he actually is. I in mean, their what's wrong with that? In yeah, their exactly. That's all we got. Yeah. So I agree, but I, I tend to. I think that if we were all... I mean, what are you looking for, though? Are you looking for somebody to be I'm able to say up and all... say, I believe in orbs, and no one can, no one can rebut that? No, I'm not looking for it. I definitely want people to rebut it, but yeah. I want people to be open-minded, and that's yeah. the problem we don't have. That's what I'm really talking about. Not so much of uh, discriminating, but the, the, yeah. the, the open-mindedness is not there. I mean, so you, you don't... You just cross that off, and that's it. You can't, Anything else is, you know, if anybody, no matter what they came up with, it's just Well, garbage. I'm guessing you said you weren't a big fan of Forbes, right? I hate Forbes. I told you All that. Right. Yeah. right. And I'm guessing you approached that in an open-minded manner and vetted, vetted the concept and arrived at your conclusion, right? Well, that's the problem is you can't, it's so, it's so. Uh, well, arrived at your particular belief yeah you believe but the the problem is it's it's so um what's the word i'm looking for going through the filter of the the viewer yeah that's so you don't have any conviction in in what you believe about what i believe in it yeah i mean i've seen obs you know behave very strangely strangely uh you know for instance one passing between floors which is you know pretty interesting yeah uh but I've also, you know, seen them do things that I can explain as well, you know. But it's always that odd one. And, and like I said, it always go back to the, the belief of that person, the beholder. Why is this so important? Because that's, that's an important part of paranormal investigating is believing the witness, right? Right. So if, if you're going to just like, okay, that's you've got to at least listen to the witness and, and, oh, you sure. know, and it, has ba- it has weight. To that person, that's what occurred. So yeah. I mean, that's what we're doing. I mean, I, can we ever prove the paranormal? I, I don't know if we ever will. And that's the, the really sad part about it. But to, we can understand it, though. That's a different story. Yeah. I try to understand it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. You don't like that, huh? No, it's, I understand your point about uh, the witness and how important the witness is. Yeah. But 
That's um, that's the, to me. It's the most important thing in the paranormal whatsoever. I guess, but it can't be. It can't be uh, the deciding factor. I mean, I, most deciding witnesses. Deciding factor of what? Your conclusion about what you're dealing with. Because if, most witnesses believe what they're telling you, right? They believe they saw this. They believe they saw well, that. Well, you have they some believe. people who believe that they're lying. So there's another story. That, you know, they, well, they're so adamant about it, they must be lying. Well, they're yeah. Great. I, I think those people show themselves. Okay. Rather, don't you? I mean, you could. Well, if, you, if can, you have some highly educated people that can do that. Yeah. You know, I have a degree in parapsychology, psychology, and therefore I, I know that that is just he's lying or whatever. I mean, that's they're putting there once again their, their whatever. But you can tell when people are making, making stuff up. Making stuff up. What if you can't tell? Well, if you can't, then you gotta you gotta arrive there another way. But for the most part, you can tell. I, I don't think that's a big problem in your in your business, is it? You run into a lot of liars. There are, and, and I, I'm going to say this. <laughs> Sadly, in this world we are in now, with so many paranormal groups, there are, there are people that um, manipulate certain things to sure. get, get certain results, yeah. and that's basically what happens. And, it's, and they can do that because uh, even a, yeah. So how do you figure out how much weight to give people who you can't? That's the problem with it. That's what I mean. As far as proof. I, I don't think we're ever going to do it because there's just too many factors involved. I and mean, we can try to understand it. We can do, but how do you really prove prove it? How do you prove it? I don't know. Good I question. mean, you, you, oh, you got to have a sh- well. You talk to a I medium, was right? Say you have to have a shared experience, but, say, but, say but you we have, have a lot of shared. Say experience. I'm a medium and I tell you something that only you would know, right? Right. Okay, and I say, now I'm getting this from your your uncle or whatever, right? Right. Okay. Is that proof that I can tell you something that only you you would know, and uh, and I'm he, I'm getting this information from somebody who's dead? Is that proof? Uh, in circumstance, yeah, it could be. Right? I mean, how else would you get there? See, that's the problem. We don't know. I believe that that medium is telling you what she believes. Okay, I don't believe in the, that she's dishonest, right? Right. And she may only have that information. But we have no way in proving that it came from a dead person. Absolutely none. We can't prove that it came from a dead person. Yes. She's telling you it is. She believes it is. But is it really coming from a dead person? We don't know that. You know, is she tapping into that greater consciousness? Is she tapping into your mind? Yeah, we yeah. have absolutely That's no clue where yeah. the information com- comes from. So, I mean, we, we... be pretty cool. What's that? If that happened, it'd be pretty cool. There's been... Instances of that, right? I mean, there well, are well, and we know anecdotally, yes. When you say anecdotally, what do you mean by that? People tell you they've talked to mediums who have given right. them information, right? Yeah. yeah. So we have case after case after case of that happen. So but, is, uh, but is that proof? If that is that proof that they but get those cases are really, uh, you know, the medium gave uh, uh, gave the person uh, their dead uncle's facebook password it, it's usually it's usually the medium gives out something and there's a level of interpretation between what the medium says and the, the person who's being yeah who's being read mm-hmm. and you know the medium comes close or gets close enough so that the uh person having the reading gets to create what they want some mm-hmm. sort of definitive uh, to, to give you an idea definitive attachment to 
something else. Whether you know, it be if, if you believe in, in the fraud and everything, that they they go check out their Facebook and everything else. Well, okay, I don't know but if it's that's fraud. one thing. It's, but just to, sometimes it is fraud. Just but. to give you an idea, we do our red light seances. We we have no idea who is going to show up to these things, right? Right. Okay, and especially Leslie's you medium. mean spirits or, or people? People. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so we have no way of researching them. I mean, we, yes, we have some regulars, and if that was the case. But I've seen new people come into these things, and uh, Leslie will come up with great information on this person yeah. of someone who's died from. And it's absolutely, you know, this is the first time we met him. You know, first time I've met him, first right. time Leslie's met him, and, and yet that comes up. So, you know, that is intriguing it's extremely sure. intriguing but it, once again is it proof that this coming from a dead person no we can't absolutely say that no or we know that the information according to the person was correct and that and once again we, this is according to the person right plus yeah. there's this whole thing and you've been in these conversations before right you, you have a conversation with somebody and uh you they relate it back to you at a later point or to somebody else and you go what the hell did you hear yeah, it's not what different. I said at all. Yep, totally different. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a, uh, uh, they have a conclusion that they that they wanted you to say a certain mm-hmm. thing, and so they manipulated whatever you said, and they just heard something different. Mm-hmm. See, we we or rec- they're bound by fear or whatever. The we record the the red light answers, and some mediums actually allow that. They ask you to bring a tape recorder and record them, yep. which which is good. I mean, I think that's that's uh, you know perhaps risky and as far as that you know they could be wrong okay whatever but it's it's i don't think it's a science so i was going to say it's not an exact yeah. science but plus I, I mediumship when you talk about proving it's from a dead relative or whatever is yep. that really important if you prove trying to prove the paranormal probably to disapprove life or death then yeah it is well if a piece of pr- proprietary information gets transferred someone comes up with something you know mm-hmm. leslie hits something particularly strong mm-hmm. with somebody it doesn't matter whether it came from collective consciousness or even uh uh if it came from uh, uh well, that's body right. language cues reading or it came For from instance, a spirit or if we were doing a uh, paranormal, paranormal investigation right and yeah. in, in, in leslie or someone else came up with some information right yeah and that goes into our like we're trying to okay we're investigating a house that's supposedly haunted okay and we right. come up with this information so yeah it does matter in a way if, if we're trying to determine if the house is haunted by a particular spirit if we yeah you know it it's all if it's, that's the thing that's interesting right? which thing is intriguing when about you it? go to the lighthouses and you have contact whether you're doing a, a swir- glass swirling or table tipping or yeah. whatever it is when you have contact how do you know those people are who they say they are exactly you don't we did a show with, uh, I think it was last Wednesday, with uh, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, who has, you know, has been in the paranormal for a hundred years and has written like thirty books and everything else. And this other guy, and uh, it's all about the Zozo phenomenon, which is about this entity that comes through the Ouija board. And uh, part of the conversation was that it will this be this thing is called Zozo. Zozo, because yeah. Z-O-Z-O-Z-O, mm-hmm. it would spell out the thing. Yeah. It's an interesting book. Uh, I should, uh, you know, I can borrow it if you want. Not my kind of reading, but okay. Okay. No, yeah. it's, it's. Um, did you ever hear about the uh, Gulf Breeze 7, 6? Gulf Breeze 6? No. 
check it out on the put it can we pull that up because we're going to take a break anyway so yeah. take a break now and you pull that up because that's an interesting conversation and it came up in that show so i want to get into it so anyways you're listening to ghost chronicles the the morning edition with uh, lou blasi and ron kolak right here on eagle radio and tojanet and we'll be right back after the following messages top of Nuns Hill in Groveland stands the Chapel of the Little Missionary Sisters of Charity in Vesey Memorial Park. This serene scene will be the location for one of the most extraordinary events ever to be held. For three days and two nights, these sacred grounds will host the realm of Dan Brown's best-selling novels, Angels and Demons, and The Da Vinci Code. As part of the event, like in the novels, you'll become a symbologist and follow a set of clues on your own quest to find a missing relic. And there's so much more. Costume dining with the dead, a conclave, a da Vinci ghost hunt, red light seance, workshops and presentations, a papal death mask, a replica of the Shroud of Turin, and speakers like Keith Johnson from Ghost Hunters, Steve Parsons from the UK, psychic artist Nancy Smith, and Ron Kolick from Ghost Chronicles, and many others. Go to NewEnglandGhostProject.com, that's N-E-GhostProject.com, or CirclesOfWisdom.com for more information and to purchase tickets. Or call 978-455-6678. Feel the need to do some soul-searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within, and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit transformyourlifenow.org or contact Maureen. The email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick. 978-687-8005 is the number. 978-687-8005. You can also text the program at 978-712-8005. 978-712-8005. There you go. And we're not in the chat room right now on Tojanet. Oh, no, well. Sorry. Lifestyle. We're a little short-handed today. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that, uh, my mic up? 
can't hear a thing. Huh. That's weird. Okay. No. Nothing? I hear you. Oh, there we go. All right. There we go. Okay. Anyways, um, I, I saw this has nothing to do with anything, but it's, it's a surprise here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I flipped on the TV uh, it was a Saturday night, and I saw this thing, I Frankenstein. Did oh, that? that's the new. That's new. I must watch that last night. Is that the new one with uh, Harry Potter? There. No, no, it's a new no? one. I, no, Harry Potter was Igor. This is Frankenstein. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell me about it. I Frankenstein. It, it, basically, it's uh, Frankenstein lives into modern times. Oh no. Okay. Because that's something different. Yeah. He's you know. He's in model, basically, almost. Yep. And uh, there's a big battle that's going on between, because um, the, the demons, the demons have come down, and they started a big corporation. This is a surprise. <laughs> 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 and they're trying to do reanim- reanimation again. Wait a second. Is this a CW show? No. Okay. Sci-fi. Just as bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, the demons are on one side, and then they have the gargoyles, which are on, so that they can reanimate um, reanimate them once they have the cigarette, which is why they needed I Frankenstein. Yeah. And uh, they, once they have these reanimated bodies, because they're soulless, yep. okay, they can put demons in it uh, from hell yep. and uh, reanimate them all and destroy the earth. Have and, an army, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different. <laughs> so, anyways, so Ocean Breeze, uh, Gulf Breeze 6, I believe. Gulf Breeze 6, the Gulf Breeze UFO incident was a series of claimed UFO sightings in Gulf Breeze, Florida during the late 1980s. The claims gained uh, press and television coverage at the time, but are now widely considered to be a hoax. Beginning in November of 11, 1987, Gulf Breeze contractor Ed Walters reported a series of UFO sightings over a period of three weeks. Some ufologists. Is that how you pronounce that? Ufologist? Whatever. <laughs> uh, believe photographs that Walter purported to show a flying saucer were genuine. However, others strongly suspect them to be a hoax. We were looking at the wrong part here. Go ahead. I'm looking at the wrong part. Yeah. Uh, press coverage given Walter's claims that during the time during the time that had been criticized as uncritical and sensationalist, the hoax allegations were confirmed some years later when investigators found a model UFO at the house Walter's that, had occupied. That's not what we're looking for. Okay. The Gulf Breeze 6... Is a story about uh, U.S. Army intelligence operatives in Germany who use a Ouija board and leave their post and uh, basically go into the uh, Florida, into the country, to uh, connect with the aliens. It's, it's got to be on there, Lou. It's it's huge. I'm seeing something about AWOL officers, but there it is. Most, yeah, but most of these stories are like they're just so screwed up. Are they? Yeah. What do you want, Wikipedia? No, I'm all over the place here. Okay, it's like they're all like 18 pages long, and it's like just get to it. Oh, okay, yeah, that's funny. I'm I to find something we can actually handle here. It was it was pretty good. Like I said, here we had uh, six, uh, whatever the quantity was, uh, highly intelligent officers. Uh, in 1996, National Security Agency military intelligence Here analysts you go. Here you go. went absent without leave from their base in 
Augsburg, West Germany. I got that right. Uh, at the time, the largest NSA post in the world located outside of the uh, states. Why? Because they were instructed to do so by aliens in the Virgin Mary in order to save the world from ruin, or at least that's how the story goes. But it gets even stranger. The Gulf Breeze 6 somehow managed to evade arrest and travel all the way from West Germany to Florida before, take, before being taken into custody under even more unusual circumstances uh, under even more unusual circumstances than uh, initially apparent, I might add. And uh, they earned their nickname because all the destinations of all the destinations they could have selected, for whatever reason, they chose to descend upon the Gulf Breeze area. Gulf Breeze is the site of a widely publicized UFO flap that consisted of hoaxes, some possibly legitimate, uh, legitimately interesting sightings, and all the rest of the goings-ons that have now come to we've come to expect from the UFO community traveling circus, but there is yet something else that was interesting about that particular time uh, that the Gulf Breeze 6 chose to desert their posts and head out to Gulf Breeze in order to kill the Antichrist. Annual MUFON, uh, the annual MUFON Symposium was in town. Oh, the annual MUFON Symposium. For a detailed report on what was one of the most interesting and bizarre chain of events in ufology view. So, See, they've cut that, too, and yeah. they don't mention the Ouija board at all. But that's how they got all their instructions was originally with the Ouija board. Really? Yes. That's why it's so intriguing. And it's the Zozo character that they believe that uh, instructed them to do what they did. Because the Zozo, and we talked about this early in the show, can be whoever he wants to be. So a lot of times he will come on the, the Ouija board yeah. and be, you know, your long lost aunt and be nice to you and everything else, and then he turns uh, nasty. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it. There's like a that's all right. massive story here. and Yeah, I know. That's, I, I'm surprised that they, that didn't come up. I mean, I was able But to what caused them to go AWOL Ouija board sessions? There According to Davis, the Ouija board uh, put the six soldiers in touch with an entity that named itself named herself Sapphire and others, including those presenting themselves as the Old Testament prophet uh, Zechariah, mm-hmm. Mark and Timothy of the New Testament, and the Blessed Virgin Mary herself. Between mm-hmm. December of 1989 and July of 1990, the Ouija summoned spirits gave the group a series of predictions of coming world events, which Davis claims were passed along to the military authorities upon their arrest, together with copious notes that were taken by the group during the eight Ouija sessions this at least suggests that the story was true and not fabricated by the group upon their arrest. They could provide documents that the Ouija sessions were the basis of their obsessions to arrive in Florida. When some of Sapphire's prophecies, both minor and significant, started to come true, one stating the exact dynamics and number of casualties of a major earthquake in Iran with uh, 292,000 deaths, it convicted the six that they were dealing with a genuine transhuman encounter. They would, with a genuine transhuman encounter. They felt they were chosen to act as instrument of, instruments of God's will. Their oath to the military obviously seemed to be of less importance than following the orders of God. They asked Sapphire how to carry out their divine mission. Sapphire instructed them to flee the military regardless of the consequences because they were needed to help lead the world against the impending cataclysm. So they did. See? That's pretty cool. And this is six guys. This isn't one guy six, in six his guy. mother's basement. Six guys. Uh, not just in the basement, in the, a top cigarette base in, well, not top cigarette, but a cigarette base in uh, uh, Germany. Uh, Army intelligence officers. Guys who have been Army intelligence officers presumably have been psychologically tested. Oh, sure. You know they were. And they are uh, intelligent to a certain level, mm-hmm. uh, dependable to a certain level. Yeah. And 
So, so what, there was post- carbon monoxide in that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In that, ergot, uh, a ergot, carbon monoxide leak? You know, that fungus that they had on bread, ergot? Yeah. You know, that caused the, you know... The, yeah, the, see, that kind of thing, you sit there and we'll never know, but you sit there and you try to figure out... See, I can't... This is what I do, and I, I suspect Steve does, too. You sit there and you try to come up with a rational explanation exactly. that might be a cause. Because that's what we do. We want right. auto. We want to understand yeah, exactly, things. Exactly, right. right. You want to wrap a bow around yeah. some of this stuff. Like I said, carbon monoxide poisoning. It was carbon monoxide leak. Somebody left their car running too long. Yeah, and it lasted all that long so they could yeah, go in there. Eight <laughs> sessions right over a period of time. Yeah, so, yeah. Plus yeah. leaving the post and going out of that room into the bright sunshine of Florida. <laughs> right. Isn't that strange? But you know what? Another strange. Another intriguing thing that. And you, by the way, yep. If you're an NSA, if you're a Army intelligence analyst, yep. Right. You have that's that takes a level of commitment, mm-hmm. right? To get yep. that kind of clearance, to uh, oh, yeah. learn that much, to come to that level. Think that they abandoned what is probably their core belief, mm-hmm. their attachment to the military and their careers. <laughs> well, yeah. But, but to I mean, be think so, of how convinced to, they had to, to be. To be so fanaticized for it. I mean, because they're actually going against everything. Everything they believe in. Yeah. Right? Exactly. In everything way, they I mean, believed in to this point. Yeah. Yeah. But another interesting thing you mentioned uh, uh, earlier, and I found that funny, the one that didn't mention the Ouija board in it, you notice how they left that little part out? And that was the UFO people. So yeah. they were going into yeah. that. They they. They made their story. The it's what fit, we talked about. What you, they want. And you, that's just right. what we were talking about. Right. So, it's, You hear so, what you want to hear to arrive at the conclusion yep. you want to arrive at. When we had the uh, the people on the... Uh, the uh, Jeez, if we could just fix that problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck to that. If we could just fix <laughs> that problem alone, people who just hear what they want to hear to arrive at the conclusion they want to hear, arrive at. The only problem is See that, what they want to see, hear what the they want to hear. The only problem is that... Would, do you want everybody to think the same? No, I don't think that's what that. I don't think that's what the opposite of that is. Do you? You don't. No. So what? what no, you want people to um, look at things and hear things, and arrive at. Uh, see, this is a flawed statement. I was going to say the <laughs> the reality, but I don't know if there is a the reality. reality. Yeah, uh, but you certainly don't want people. Uh, going off on wild goose chases because they arranged a reality that they want to have, mm-hmm. right? You want them, I don't know, you want them dealing with some kind of shared reality, don't yeah. you? But even the shared reality can be created. Sure. When you think about it, our lives and, and the country we are, the way our country is, is a, the reality, but it's, it's created right. by whoever's in power at, or doing whatever they does. Right. Yeah. But you don't want Colin Kaepernick uh, creating the reality that America is evil because of, you know, the incidents he's being fed. Mm-hmm. It's a nation of 350 million people. There's some bad stuff that's, that goes on in that's here. That's a narrow... But there's some well. really good stuff that goes on in here, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's an example of him. Uh, they call it... What do they call it? What's the psychological principle? Um, oh, you got me on that one. Damn it. Uh, it's a cognitive... Uh, Cognitive fallacy. I call it cherry picking. Well, you just cherry picking. I've yeah, heard you use that before. Yeah, you yeah. just uh, take, you take the things that fit your desired conclusion. Yeah, but we do that and so ignore much. the rest. We do that. We do that in science. We do it everywhere. You do it in math. Well, yeah, it's a little more difficult in math, but yeah. Well, well, I shouldn't say math. We do it in accounting. We take. We do uh, it in climate change. We take <laughs> climate change. <laughs> We pick we pick what we want to choose. I mean, we can make numbers work 
yeah. any way we want and Mark for us. Twain, there are three lies. Yeah. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. Because <laughs> you can work, you know, you can work statistics to any conclusion exactly. you want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can make it do anything you want. And uh, so that's, that's the stuff that we really have to work our way through as uh, people that are investigating the paranormal or, or even just the topic of the paranormal like we do on our show here. Right. Is we have to look at it from both sides. Sometimes we get into little disagreements, a lot of times. But anyway, it, that's a good thing because yeah, but you you're looking at different points of view. You have to fight that's this all important. the time. You naturally go into a, a haunted situation or an investigation or something at the lighthouse. You want to believe there's a spirit there and... So it, it, it would be easy to uh, interpret everything you're getting as a spirit there. You have to fight that, right? You have oh, to have yeah. some sort of yeah. One thing of I love doing, and I've mentioned this before, is I like to investigate places that absolutely have no uh, history, history yeah. or, or hauntings or anything. Yeah. And just go in and see what you get. I mean, you know, it's probably difficult, more difficult, I think, than... Uh, uh, you know, if you have a history of paranormal investigation, because you have witnesses, you have a certain amount of evidence that's been collected over the years versus going in cold and just getting whatever you get on that. Is a good campfire a ghost story a legitimate part of the uh, industry? It should be. Yeah, I, I kind of think so, too. I mean, that's that's why we I mean, do. nobody's living, uh, the people who are interested in this type of thing, nobody's life or living depends on it all that much. You, you know. Some uh, people think it does, but. Yeah, <laughs> you just want to go hear, you know, want to go hear a good story and let your imagination run. And, and you know, it all goes all the way back to why people investigate the paranormal. Why do they do it? And why is it so popular? Yeah, yeah, and why is it so that popular? question, why? Because of the TV shows, for one, that's why it's so popular. Yeah, but you started before that. Yeah, but I mean that's why it's so popular. But and a lot why of people, do people you do deal it with is another story because yeah. that that you have a whole gamut of everybody who. You well, know, you know me. People come in here. I always ask them how they get started. Yeah. You know what was the thing that that drew them into this? Yeah, I had no interest in whatsoever. Which is, I'm, I'm actually proud of. You know, people I talk to, interview people on my shows, and they'll say, "Oh, I've experienced the paranormal since I was six years old. Since I was three, yeah. you know, even Steve, Steve Posset, for yeah. instance." So, what drew you? Well, it was, I mean, we know the whole long story, and I don't want to go through it again, but yeah. it was, you know, it was, I guess it happened chance is what I like to call it as, because, you know, I, I had the near-death experience. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I ended up doing, a, uh, taking a course in TV production, looking for a show to do, do right. to complete the course, and I had the, the near-death experience, and also my manufacturing company was supposed to be haunted, even though I had never heard anything. Right or seen anything or anything, and that's how it all started. So I said, no, oh, do well, it a ghost. Death it's a lack. It's a lack. Near-death experiences is uh, important enough to yeah, but even that, get I looked, your attention. I looked at near-death experience, and, and to me it was like, you know, oh, not proof of the adult life or anything. It, to me it was like, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was drugs they gave me. You know, because you, know, you, you get a certain amount of drugs. You can, as you talked about, Common and, and and oxide. Right. right. And, and at your death, your chemicals yeah, we, change. We, we don't know the whole, bit, yeah. you know, I mean, we have lots of theories, and some people tell absolutely this is, you know, all crap. And other people say, no, there's a difference. And, and we're talking highly intelligent on both sides. Yeah. But uh, so even I looked at that as, you know, intriguing, interesting. And that's why I do it. I find it interesting. I find it intriguing. I want to learn more. And I, mean, I, th I think. To me, I mean, that's why we're here on this freaking earth is, 
is to learn more, to, you know, understand things. And uh, well. Is it any more complicated? We talked about this earlier in the show. Is it any more complicated? I mean, what is the most open question in human existence? The most open question in human existence is what Do happens after, after you death? die. Yeah. Right? I agree. And we've talked about people's need because that's who, that's who we are as humans, part of our human nature. Mm-hmm. You want to wrap a bow around that question. You want to have an answer to that question, mm-hmm. right? And if you can't, I guess everybody realizes you can't have an answer, but you want a belief. You want an idea of what you believe happens mm-hmm. after you die. It, you and know, that, that's, pretty, that's pretty compelling for most people. And I'm always thinking, and this, this, you're going to love this thought, because you know how I feel about reincarnation, right? Yeah. Okay. What if reincarnation, you know, because there's so many religions that believe you have to, you know, move up in steps before you attain whatever. Well, Catholicism has the well of souls, right? There are only so many souls. Have yeah. I got that wrong? Uh, I'm a little weak on that one. I'm okay. not going yeah. to give any false answers. But, yeah. um, so what if, what if it's reincarnation is true, but it's not on our plane? In other words, when you reincarnate, you go to a different plane or mm-hmm. a different dimension, whatever you want to call it. Right. Okay? So... You know, I die, you know, I, I still have a lot of faults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've got to, you know, to attain that, whatever that is right. up there, you know, to, to attain enlightenment or or uh, one with God or whatever. So sometimes you get put back on the earth or sometimes No, you get you, put into another dimension. In other words, you move up again. Okay, right. I've learned all I've learned on this earth. So I go into another dimension, another thing, another time maybe, even another time, Okay. On another another dimension. So, yeah. and sometimes we learn things. The reincarnation may be that we're tapping into me in that other dimension. Because if we don't believe, if we believe time is doesn't exist, yeah, uh, which is well, whatever. Well, now you're talking quantum physics. Yeah, I know. I don't want to get too much in there. Yeah. But you know, what, what if theoretically we exist yeah. in multiple dimensions at the same time? Exactly. And what if those multiple d- dimensions is really being reincarnated? As, as we are reincarnated. That's how we interpreted it back yeah. in the day? Uh, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, I just thought of that the other night, and it's like, oh, that's, that's, what if something's like that? And, because, and what if we have ghosts that are actually that bleed through from different dimensions that they're not really in our dimension, which most people don't believe they are? Right. But, yeah, so what if it's like a bleed through, or, or you know, we have an opening, or a, I hate the word portal, but. A thin wall. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I love looking and thinking about other things and, and try to look at things differently. And um, it's so easy for us to have everything nice and neat, you know, in our own little box. And we, we got it that way. That's and who we are as humans, right? Yeah, we like uh, things neat. We want neat. a bow around it. Yeah, so we got a call there. Yeah, it's Fred. Hey, Fred, how are you? Okay. You know, I hear what you're saying about different dimensions, and I can accept it. But what about all the different people that have had the ability that they've been communicated on when someone in their family or friend of that has communicated with them sometimes physically uh you know oh yeah i mean it's it's a theory i didn't say it was you know the the truth yeah it's a theory but yes that there's nothing wrong with that because what if that person who died is in that other dimension in their next thing and they're still consciously well, communicate between dimensions yeah. Because people have had uh, physical as well as, you know, uh, sight without without words, stuff like that. Right. 
What if what if we're in that other dimension and, and we're sleeping and and we're dreaming and it's our really our consciousness that leaves our body in that other dimension and returns to this dimension? Well, I was I hate to bring religion into it, but oh please do. That's all right. I'm good, good with this. I I had uh, a woman I know yep. that her husband had passed and she was worried if you know if he was okay. Yep. And she had gone to a shrine down in New York mm-hmm. called a Lady of the Roses. Yeah. And she took a Polaroid picture of the statue, and behind the statue came a whole bunch of young, I shouldn't say young, a whole bunch of figures mm-hmm. going up like stairs, except for one that was turned facing her, which was her husband, and written across the middle of the picture, and like what Sparklers do, you know, B-O-B, Bob, or his, his name. Mm-hmm. So, so That's pretty cool, you know, there is communication back and forth, so Yeah, I'm not saying there isn't. Uh, I just was talking about different thoughts that I had, and, and once again, I said this isn't the truth or anything. This is some thoughts I had, and what I was thinking oh, about yeah. is a theory. And that's a, it, to me, all what we do are theories, and, and we, uh, we, it'd be extremely yeah. difficult to prove. I mean, that picture sounds absolutely fabulous i mean but yeah. i mean i to to be honest with you and this is the skeptical side of me i really have to yeah. see it you know and lou you're the same way uh, right yeah. all you have to do is go on the website of lady of the roses and you can see it uh what, yeah. what, what is the website uh lady of the roses bayside uh, new york okay yeah, I will, you know what though fred go you on can see all different pictures. you know what fred go on your cable tv and you can see a, a bunch of blue people with ears fighting and you can yeah yeah. I watched Avatar last night. Avatar? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, there's nothing else on the damn TV. Some people think that they can do whatever they want because they're going to get a do-over like a game. So they can <laughs> a do-over. Do I like that. Yeah. And I yeah. said, no, you got to do it right. You can't just say, well, I'll do what I want this time, and I'll do it right the next time, but mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy this life. Mm-hmm. And I say, no. There are no do-overs in life. The way I look at it, uh, of course, Many other religions, they think of this as purification, that all the good you do from this generation, you know, can move to the next. Yeah. And then, you know, and then more purification, more purification, until finally you're, you're clean enough to get nirvana, you know? Yeah. I could use a little nirvana right now. All right, Fred, appreciate the call. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for so calling. Okay. Davis states that in 1989, he began to sense that the lines of demarcation between the physical world and the spiritual one were beginning to blur. It's here we need to introduce Benson, who is even more instrumental in the group's flight. We're back to the Gulf Breeze 6. He believed in reincarnation and believed that he had been sacrificed to the gods in a previous life. <laughs> he also believed that the U.S. government was in cahoots with the aliens. I love that word. And I evidence could this could be actually found in Augsburg, the NSA site where they worked. It was also... Uh, Beeson, not Benson, Beeson, who uh, knew Anna Foster, whose house in Gulf Breeze most of the group would later be hiding and arrested. Uh, he was in love with her. This explains the this, this, this setting of the desertion, but not the reason. Mm. Okay. Intriguing. Yeah. I love this. Song. What went on there? It's one thing when one person goes off the reservation, right? Six. And six. And it's not like Again, yeah, yeah, not... I mean, they had a bunch of guys drinking around the boat in the backyard, you know? Yeah. Eight, eight times they did that Ouija board, enough to, whatever happened, convince them t- to go from a cigarette base in Germany t- 
to leave that country, to, the country. Yeah, to go AWOL. Yeah, not, it's not so like, you know, packing in the car and running off. You yeah, know, I know. And then go into another country to do whatever they're going to do. That just amazes me. I mean, that's... Yeah, and what kind of... Uh what kind of thing explains all of them coming to the same conclusion? You know exactly. I mean, I, mean, I laughed about of carbon monoxide, but yeah. if there's six of them that get poisoned with some kind of gas or something, yeah. they'd likely come up with six different reasons for it. And and you think with one of them there would be some dissent on it? Yeah. You know, I mean, if we, I was in a group and and somebody and they were going to do something illegal, which is what this was, right? Yeah. I mean, I would think long and hard before I would jump in, and I would even possibly think about, you know, preventing them from doing it. Right. So, anyways, show's over, huh? Show's over. God. (laughs) Well, we we touched on a lot of subjects, but uh, mostly uh, uh, the guy from... uh, Look up the Gulf Free Six. Yeah. Everyone do your homework on the Gulf Free Six. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Intriguing. Let's put it that way. So, Lou, thank you so much for joining me today. Everybody listening, thank you so much. Don't forget Spirit Quest. Check out anyghostproject.com. The letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. See you next week. No, we won't. No, we'll go off next week. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us 